Welcome to the Aligned Women Podcast, a podcast to empower women in chiropractic to grow practices that work for their families. I'm Dr. Danielle Eaton. And I'm Dr. Shauna Dingman. We're two moms who are navigating the journey of life and practice just like you. So sit back, take a deep breath, and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome to a new episode of the Aligned Women Podcast. Before we get started with today's episode, I want you to know that we're going to be working through something called the quarter card is accessible to our members, but we're going to make it accessible to everyone right now. So if you would like to grab a copy of the quarter card that you'll hear us working through in this episode today, head over to alignedwomen.com forward slash quarter card, all one word, and you can get a free copy of your quarter card and start planning your quarters right along with us today. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Aligned Woman podcast. I'm Dr. Shauna Dingman, and with me today is the always wonderful Dr. Danielle Eaton. Say hi. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Today, we're going to be talking about the quarter card, and as we record this, and, um, you know, if, if you subscribe to the podcast, which I hope you all do, you will be getting this right at the end of September. So we are heading into the beginning of the last quarter of 2018. I, I can hardly believe that it's already the end of September. I don't know where this year has gone. I know where it's gone for me. It's gone to raising a baby. <laughs> yes, that's true. You've had a few things on your plate, haven't you? In addition to the baby as well. Yeah, but you know, another (laughs) story for another day. That's right. So we, we wanted to actually do something that we've never done before. And today what we're going to do is Danielle and I have not filled out our Q4 quarter cards. So we thought we would actually do them while we are recording the podcast. So I'll take you through a little bit of the history of of the quarter card and kind of how it came about and what it is in case you're not familiar with it yet. And if you haven't had a chance to download the download for the quarter card, you can get it free. Um, You know, if you're listening at home, you can pause this podcast right now, go download your quarter card and you can actually fill it out with us. Um, If you're driving, you probably should wait. Good call. Yeah, that's right. Do not do while you're driving. So this really kind of came up, um, I would say last year, I think was when we first introduced it into a mastermind. And um, Danielle, you and I both had been looking at 12-week years and you're a big fan of Todd Herman's uh, The 90-Day Year. Um, Both are, so one is a book, The 12-Week Year. And honestly, I can't think of who the author is. I was just looking at it yesterday. Um, did Todd write a book called the 90 day year? You know, I don't think that there's a book, but he does have an online Mm -hmm. course or program. And I took the online program in 2017. Um, it was, it was a significant investment for an online program. It was about $2,400. Um, it's, um, a very in depth program. And what I found is that it's quite complicated for, a busy mom. And so I've just kind of taken what I've learned from you and taken what I learned from the program and blended those things together and boiled them down to the essentials. Yeah. And to be honest, you don't need to spend $2,400 or even buy a book because the whole concept is actually quite simple. We used to do planning by years. So offices used to get together or families used to get together and kind of 
take a look at the whole next year. And what we found is that as time has gone on and technology has changed, a year is just too far ahead. And, and what all the research in goal setting and um, you know goal hitting shows, when people set goals that are where the deadline is a year out, so say by the end of 2018, and you're talking January 1st, by the end of 2018, if you wanted to have a patient volume goal of whatever it is, the, the real nitty gritty work typically doesn't get done until the last couple of months of the year anyways, because it's just simply too far out. There is not enough tension and pressure in our brains or focus to stay focused on a goal for that long. And so what they're finding is that when we can shorten up those goals, we are able to stay focused on it in a more consistent and diligent manner. So the time frame has to be long enough that you can actually get stuff done, but short enough that you can stay focused. And 90 days seems to be the ideal time, which just so happens to be a quarter of a year. So uh, we introduced this idea of, for me, it was just something I started writing on a recipe card. Um, Somebody else I knew, they called it a 90-day card. And for me, I think I just, I like the sound of quarter card better. And so I had been doing quarter cards and then we got talking about it in a mastermind group would have been about a year and a half ago now. And it just kind of came up. Somebody said, well, what is that? And that's how you and I got talking about this idea of 90 day planning. And you would have had your own version of the quarter card, but that's kind of how it grew was just looking at what are the different pillars of our lives that we want to be focusing on and what do we want to do just in the next 90 days. So full disclosure, we certainly encourage you to have a long-term vision. So not just thinking in 90-day timeframes. You want to have a long-term vision for where you want to go in all the different areas of your life. But when you're talking about the specific action steps that you're going to be taking towards specific goals, we're looking at 90-day chunks. I think it's also important to add to this conversation that it's important to be realistic with our 90-day goals. Mm -hmm. It's not about manifesting a million dollars in 90 days when your business is currently grossing a hundred thousand in revenue. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but that one of the keys with this is to help you stay focused and to avoid the bright, shiny object syndrome that we've talked about in previous episodes so that when opportunities come up, you can look at the opportunity and say, well, will this lead me toward my 90 day goals? Is it in alignment with those goals? If it's not, then the easy answer is to just let it go for now, at least maybe revisit it in the future. If it doesn't feel like you can let it go right now, then what do you need to let go of that you had intended to do in the next 90 days? So it really helps me when I'm being congruent and honest with myself about what's on my 90 day uh, plan that I can I can stay focused. I can stay accountable to what I want to create or what I want to do. And I can say no to the distractions. 
I feel like an example would probably be helpful here. So an example would be if I sit down at my laptop and I see a, a page on my website and I'm like, that page doesn't look so great. And like, actually, now that I look at it, the whole website probably just needs an overhaul. And then I can suddenly start digging into overhauling the website and changing the formatting and the colors and just all the things. But when I really, right, when I really stop and look at what is most important for me to be doing right now is overhauling the website in alignment with my goals for this quarter. Will it really help me to increase my revenue? Chances are, in most cases, it won't. So that's how it helps me to stay on track and focused and to, to know that some of the things that come up that grab my attention are probably not necessarily what needs to be done right now. Yeah. And I like how you said it helps you focus on the things that are really of value to you in the different areas of your life. Um, If you're kind of a rule-based person like I am, um, it helps me know what I am not allowed to do during my quarter card time. So I guess this is another aspect of the quarter card. You have the quarter card, but you also have to set aside time in your schedule to work on your quarter card. So you have to know like what is a what is a good time frame for you to sit down and just knuckle down and do work for me 90 minutes is a perfect amount of time um 30 minutes is too short even an hour it, it it's too short for me i'll get distracted if i take a break i'll go and get distracted but 90 minutes i can stay really focused and work really hard on my quarter card items for 90 minutes. And then I know that once I'm done, I'm just, I'm done. I walk away from it. It's not quarter card time anymore. But if I'm working on, typically my quarter card only has to do with, um, with office um, stuff. When I, when I'm sitting down and working on at quarter card time, I'm working on things to do with my business. And I know that I cannot open up email. I must put my phone on do not disturb. So I, I'm not even aware of phone calls and texts and things like that coming in. I am not allowed to go on social media. I am not allowed to look at somebody's cool picture and think, oh, that would make a great blog post and then start writing the blog post. So there's all these things I'm not allowed to do. All that I'm allowed to do is start at the first point on my quarter card and work on that. And if I finish that first point, then I get to move on to the second point if there is one. And until the items on the quarter card are finished, those things on the quarter card, that's all I work on during that time exclusively. And then if I finish everything on the quarter card, then I get to add something new to it if the quarter's not up yet. I can't wait for that to happen when I actually finish something on my quarter card ahead of the end of the quarter. (laughs) That's going to be so exciting. Yeah. I don't think it's ever happened for me yet, but we can always hope. And, you know, that may be, that may be uh, an idea that we have too much on our quarter card. You know, maybe in, instead of three things, you need two things. Or instead of two things, you need one thing. Yes. Yes. Oh, so glad that you mentioned that. Because I, I see um, with the five different areas that we have laid out on the quarter card, we have self, marriage, family, practice, community, that... Um, 
sometimes people want to fill in all of these, all five of these, just because they're there. And I've got space on the quarter card for Mm. three goals in each of those five areas. That's 15 goals in 90 days. And some of those goals, like, for example, if you want to work out five times a week, that's like five times uh, how many weeks? 13 weeks, right? So whatever that math is, um, that's a lot of stuff to do. And and you really do have to be honest with yourself. Can you fit these things into your calendar? Can you put these things on your schedule? So yeah, that's me, a great point. Um, when I see other people's quarter cards and they're all, every category is full of goals. I feel a little anxious. I'm like, are we setting yourself up? Are we setting you up for success or are we setting you up for failure by giving you so much space to write? What if we only had one goal in each category (laughs) instead, and we hit those one goals that would give us more of a sense of, of, of winning. Yes. So once you've downloaded your quarter card and you take a look at it, your instinct might be to fill in every space on this sheet. Please know that you don't have to do that. And in fact, if it helps you draw a line through any areas where you need to leave the space blank, just so that you're not tempted to go and fill it in with something later. Yeah, and the idea, the reason that we have these five things on the quarter card is simply so that our life has balance. That's what it means to be an aligned woman, is to to find that balance. So all those things are there, but it doesn't mean that you've got to have, like Danielle said, every line checked off for every single category. And, you know, so for me, for example, um, I have one thing that I'm putting in family and that is simply to have date time with one kid once a month. So in a quarter, that's really only completing something three times. That's, that's really easy and doable, and it's not stressful. It's not something that I have to do several times a week and remember it and, and all that. So some of these categories, you can have something in there that's really, it's a one-off. And it's something that's, it's one and done. And then for that part, the quarter's over. So again, I mean, we can't stress this enough. Your propensity is going to be to fill the whole damn thing out. Just remember what your main focus has to be for this quarter and let the other things be light. Balance it, but let them be light. All right. So that being said, then let's lay the quarter card out a little more clearly for you and the process of filling this out um, will be easiest for you, obviously, when you have it printed out and it's in front of you. But if you don't have it yet, then just take a listen to what we'll share with you about the quarter card. And you can always come back and print yours out later. If you want to get the quarter card, you can head over to alignwoman.com forward slash quarter card, all one word, Subscribe to our email newsletter list and we'll give you instant access to a quarter card sheet for yourself. And you can use this quarter card every quarter. So it's reproducible, reusable, essentially, once you have the template. Awesome. Okay, so the quarter card is essentially three columns and uh, five rows, if you will. So the three columns are the realms or the dimensions of life. We've got self marriage, family, practice, community. Community can be whatever you want it to be, or it can be 
not important to you right now. And that's okay too. Community could be time with your friends, could be time with extended family. Maybe it's hosting events. Um, again, whatever, whatever feels applicable to you, or again, maybe nothing at all right now. And then the next column is a space for focus. What do you want to focus on in that part of your life? If you're a Danielle Laporte fan, then you might be familiar with how she describes the core desired feelings. So you can pick a core desired feeling or you can pick a core value that you want to assign to each of these realms. For example, for me in um, the self realm, for the third quarter, I chose the focus of optimal health. And then I had goals that helped me to move toward creating better health physically for myself in the third quarter. Um, speaking of that, the last column then it, are goals, actionable things that you can commit to doing that you can really put on your calendar and make time for that will help you to create that core value or that core desired feeling that you want to create in that part of your life. Another example for me for the third quarter and family, I wanted to create a sense of rhythm. Since we moved at the end of last year and had a new baby, we were really lacking in a sense of rhythm or routine in our day-to-day -day life. So some of the goals that I chose were to have breakfast at the table five times a week, which actually turned into lunch at the table five times a week. <laughs> um, making sure that we are working on lessons because we homeschool at least four times a week. And then finishing hanging decor around the home, just so that we, like we have things that we want to look at on the walls that give us a sense of we're staying here for the long term instead of this sort of feeling like a short-term place that we just happened to land in a few months ago. Cool. So Shauna, what are some of the things that you had on your quarter card for the third quarter? Uh, for me... I only focused on a quarter card for my practice and I had two things on it. I wanted to be creating content uh, twice a week. So content videos twice a week, one on some kind of clinical information and then the other, um, the other video on either nutrition or weight loss or fitness, sort of some other realm of the different pillars of health that are not directly chiropractic care, um, which I... I don't want to say I failed miserably at, but that was something that continued to challenge me, just the consistency of doing those live videos. And then the other thing that I wanted to focus on, and this was really my single primary focus, was making sure that I had a good, clear process for day one and day two, that I had the whole thing from start to finish, um, from the consultation to examination to report of findings to presentation of treatment plan absolutely polished, nailed down exactly how I like it, all forms in place, all emails in place. Um, I actually use a keynote presentation for my report of findings. So having all of that in place, and that was really what I worked on the most. And I got that done probably by the beginning of August. So yeah, so good. That sounds really awesome. And it sounds like, honestly, a lot of work. <laughs> it was way more work than I thought it would be way more work, but it was good. It was really important work because it forced me to really sit down and think about, 
think about the patient experience from their perspective and the questions that they ask. And because I have a new practice, I do things differently than we do in our big practice. So this practice is, it's almost like a little satellite practice in our house. And because of the nature of the environment, things are different, but my technology here is different than what we have at the office. So it really forced me to figure out if I want to have this end result or be able to have the patient see this, but I don't have this here, but I do have it at the office. How am I going to do it here? So that was really, there's a lot of things. And it also forced me to look at the procedures that we do have and kind of go, you know, I don't actually like that anymore. Or I don't think I need to do that anymore. I think I can do it better this way or that way. So it was interesting because Craig and I sat down on the couch yesterday and I was showing him a few things. And he just said, oh my gosh, that presentation that you have for the report of findings is so succinct and direct. Like it's so logical. He said, I love it. So he said, I, I think I'm going to thief it from you and start using it in our practice. So, but that was a good three months or two months anyways of work. A lot of hours just sitting down, listening, writing, examining. So yeah, good to get that off my list. Yeah, I'm sure. <clears throat> so moving forward with the last quarter of the year, are there mm-hmm. things that you know that you want to be focusing on right now? Yeah, for practice, my focus is visibility. I like that. Yes. So as far as goals, I'm going to put the um, live video content and not necessarily Facebook live. I keep hearing about Instagram and Instagram stories and I am an Instagram dum-dum. Like I barely know how to post a picture on Instagram. So I tend to really shy away from it. But I think Instagram stories is really the, the, the up and coming thing right now. So I'm going to put live video consistency. And I'm just going to put once a week on my quarter card. Twice a week was clearly not manageable for me. So um, I'm putting once a week. And I can't believe that I haven't done this yet. I have not advertised my practice in the town that I live in at all. Like not at all since I've opened up. Everything has been word of mouth so far and I could grow quicker. So I'm going to put on my quarter card that I'm going to put advertisements up around town that I actually have a practice and that it's open and we're accepting new patients. Well, this is such a great thing to hear though, because you've gotten started without doing that. And, you know, sometimes we think we have to do all the things we have to be everywhere, but really you've done okay so far without it. And will it help you perhaps to reach more of your goals to have more advertising around town? Probably, right? Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, you've done okay without it so far. Yeah. You know, we sort of, I decided about three weeks before I opened my doors that I was going to have a clinic here. And it's funny, I was just speaking on the phone to, um, to a client who's interested in one of our masterminds. And that was one of the things we talked about. So she's going through the exact same process as I went through about six months ago. And she's really feeling like she's got to have all the I's dotted and T's crossed. And I just said to her, you know what, you need to have a minimum viable product, right? And, and that's literally what I did was figure out, okay, I've got a table at the office that I can bring here. I've got a laptop and all I have to do is unlock my door at the right time on the day that I'm opening. And and I technically can practice. So that's, I've never done it like this before, but that's how I did it this time. So there is a lot of catching up, which is why I was perfecting my day one and day two 
in June and July <clears throat> and not in April when I opened. So you know what? It gets done. It's not like I'm going to be closing my doors next month. I'm in this, I'm in this for the long haul for a while. So yeah. as long as it gets done, sometimes good is better than perfect or done is even better than good. Yeah, that's a great reminder that our business gets to grow and evolve with us, right? And that starting a business doesn't mean you have all of the nuts and bolts figured out because if you wait sometimes to have all those nuts and bolts figured out, you'll keep waiting, keep waiting. Yeah. You've got to take action and actually get your hands on people to know what is it that you might want to have next? What is it that you might want to do next? And you know, with, with these quarter card goals, something like putting posters up around town that I could have that done tomorrow, but that's okay because it's not the worst thing in the world to get something checked off in the first couple of weeks and have that feeling of, you know, you get that dopamine hit of, whoo, I just did it. And now I get to add something else. So I would really recommend whatever your goal is, break it down into simple, simple bite-sized chunks so that you can get those check marks. It's way, way, way better to have to add more things to your quarter card because you're moving through them quickly than it is to get to the end of the quarter and look at your quarter card and go, I can't check off anything. So make them simple, simple, actionable steps and add more in if you need to. I agree. Yes. What about you, Danielle? So you have decided to close your practice for a while. So let's put in aligned women instead of practice for you. That's your business. What's your focus going to be in aligned women? Um, the focus in Aligned Women for the last quarter will really be on, I don't know what the word is that I want to use for it, but essentially helping everyone gear up for the best year possible in 2019. And that to me means that we will be all working through what we call the core content together. Um, typically, we would expect that when a new member enrolls, she works through the core content sort of on her own. Mm -hmm. But I know that a lot of people have missed those steps. And then sometimes they feel behind or they feel left out in a sense. So my focus will truly be on building a good foundation. I think it, like, yeah, building a good foundation feels like a good way to summarize it. Building yeah. a good foundation for our members so that they feel solid. They feel confident in what they are doing in their businesses and in their lives too, in the year ahead. Okay. So what's one, what are one or two goals that you might have for that actionable steps? One really important thing to me is that we have a series of emails that a new member receives when she joins us, when she joins our community so that she has an onboarding essentially of, Hey, here's our Facebook community. Introduce yourself here. Everybody is waiting to get to know you. Um, but they may not know that you're new here if you don't introduce yourself. Um, so it's just kind of the, like those kinds of things, um, where to find the membership site, how to navigate the content. I want all of that to be really easy and, um, and clear for our new members. So having that email series that a new member receives when she enrolls with us is probably the most important goal right now. Okay. That's awesome. That's a great idea. Yeah, it's something, again, you know, sort of like with, with practice, when I started my second practice, I just kind of dove in. I didn't kind of, I dove in 
headfirst without feeling like I had all the nuts and bolts in place and just knowing that, you know, that's what I was signing myself up for. Those nuts and bolts would come together as needed. Um, having an email series for a new patient, a new client, those all sound like great things. But when you are balancing being a mom of a small tribe <laughs> and running the business or two, those sorts of things don't necessarily always get done. And, you know, as I'm saying that out loud, one of the key reasons that that has happened is because I waited too long to get help. I waited too long mm. for that. So um, now that we have a VA who supports the podcast and the membership community, uh, those, those things are coming together more quickly because she has time to, to dedicate to them. I love our VA. Deja, the best. <laughs> I hope she smiles when she hears that. <laughs> okay. So what's your focus going to be for self? Oh, this is a great one because, you know, this whole 2018 so far has just been, it's like totally rocked my world. My whole experience of motherhood even has changed. I felt so strong and confident in motherhood and taking care of myself and being a businesswoman before. And now with the newest addition to our family, I feel like it's really rocked my foundation of how I manage everything. And I just posted about it on Facebook today. Like I was able to push through and achieve things before because I could just work hard. I could stay up later and get more done. And that doesn't work anymore. I can't, I mean, I can try to push myself to stay up later, but what happens after that is that everybody pays the price for my choice and I'm not willing to, to do that. So now I have to look for ways to work harder and I not harder, work (laughs) smarter and see it so ingrained in me to work harder that it just comes out subconsciously. Um, and to also know that taking care of myself is actually productive time that it may not feel productive and it might feel really uncomfortable now because there's so many things that I feel like I could be doing and so many other people I could be helping, but taking more time to slow down and to do nothing, AKA meditate or um, to just go have fun by myself will help not only me, but it'll help everyone. It'll help our members. It'll help our children. It will help my marriage. So that is my focus. Uh, My focus is self-care, but more specifically, it's taking time to myself. Yeah. Okay. And how, what are some actionable items that you have for that? One of the things that I recently put on my calendar and I'm adjusting to um, actually taking action on is that on Thursday evenings, I go and do something by myself. Um, What I have found is that like having this vague description of Thursday evening is my husband's night to take care of the kids and it's my night to go do something by myself means that I don't have anything to hold me accountable because the kids surely aren't going to be like, mom. Go get out of the house. Mm. Usually they're the opposite. Like, mom, please they don't eat. <laughs> right. And my husband really honestly, like he supports me doing things by myself. But if I don't have something scheduled, then 
he'll just assume that I don't want to go do something. Um, so for me, I have to have something clearly defined. So my first step right now is to find something that I can do that is occurring on a regular basis on Thursday evenings. Like maybe it's a yoga class or something else that I can commit to that somebody else is helping me to be accountable to showing up for. Cool. Okay. And then the second step is to actually continue to show up for it. (laughs) (laughs) You mean to follow through? Right. Yes, exactly. Okay. So if you need accountability for that, we will all hold you accountable. Right now that I've told like hundreds of people, (laughs) everybody knows Thursday nights are my night that I'm supposed to be doing something. That's right. So if we see you posting something in a Facebook group, (laughs) we're all going to smack your wrist for it. (laughs) Okay. Awesome. That definitely helps me to be accountable. (laughs) Awesome. Okay. So for me, for self, my focus is going to be to just relax, like re-period lax. I feel like I'm wound up so tight most of the time now. And honestly, I I don't know why. (laughs) Like there's no good reason for it. I think it's just the pace of everything. So um, this last six weeks, I have really been focused on disconnecting much, much more, um, which that will lead into my family goals, but just for myself goals, um, meditation is something that I've never done. I shouldn't say I've never done it. I've tried it a few times and I'm good for about 12 seconds. And then my mind just starts going off on other things, but I do really feel like it's something that I would like to be doing for myself, for my mind, for my health. So I have a guided meditation app on my phone and it's something that I want to create space in my I don't even think my morning time, I feel like I maybe need it kind of midday, maybe Mm. early afternoon. So I'm going to play around with that a little bit, but the fact that it's going to be on my quarter card will help to remind me each week that that's something that's going to be booked into my schedule. Yeah. The other thing is um, I find my muscles are getting so tight, especially my hamstrings and my glutes, my quads, my low back is even starting to tighten up. I need to do more work on just flexibility. I really, I'll be turning 47 this quarter and I've noticed a big change in my body in the last two, three years. I just don't have the flexibility that I've always had and it makes an impact on everything I do. So flexibility is definitely something that I want to work on. So I'm going to find myself a yoga class that I can do once a week And I'm going to see if there's such a thing. I I don't even know if there's a gym that offers flexibility classes or something like that. But um, so I'm going to look for something like that. There's a business. I think it might be a chain here in the St. Louis area that if you go for an appointment, they stretch you. (laughs) And um, I've always (laughs) kind of found that an interesting concept. Like you go, I'm sure that they're using some kind of therapeutic stretching. It's not just like static stretching, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm assuming that. Uh, maybe there's something similar to that in your area, if you're interested. Hmm. I wonder if even physio or something like that, if you can go yeah. in and just say, look, I need you to help me stretch. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. That's a good thought. I never thought of that. Okay. What about marriage for you? Oh, uh, <laughs> the way that size sounds um, like it reveals <laughs> a lot, right? Um, 
We won't tell Ryan that as soon as we mentioned marriage, you had this massive sigh. (laughs) Well, I think the big thing is that knowing we're going into basketball season Mm. and Shauna, you know what basketball season is like for us here. He's, he referees high school and college basketball, usually five nights a week on the weeknights. And then also on the weekends, Saturdays have become during basketball season, at least days that he travels to colleges. So he's typically gone from approximately around lunchtime until sometimes as late as midnight or later. And then Sunday he spends a day recovering. So, uh, and some, some Sundays he's also refereeing basketball. It just depends on what's available for his schedule. Um, now, that being said, I would love to say that we'll commit to a monthly date night during basketball season. It just doesn't happen. Um, his focus is on as many games as possible because more games means more money. Um, and that's just, you know, that's what he's been doing for the last 20 years. Mm. And that's what his dad did. So it's <laughs> what he does. Um, I think that something that I can commit to, though, throughout our marriage, throughout our marriage, throughout the the basketball season this quarter is, um, I don't know if it's going to be daily, but perhaps five times a week, I can send him a message to say how much I appreciate what he does for our family. Um, how much I love him, how awesome I think he is, uh, as a husband, as a, as a dad as well. And that's so small, but you know, when I've been in the habit of doing that on a regular basis in the past, it made a significant difference and you know what else happened I started getting them in return <laughs> nice uh, when you said you know what else happened I was gonna say you got pregnant oh well that too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes <laughs> moving on um you know you say that's small it is not small for them I know that Craig loves it when I edify him when I just take the time to tell him how much I appreciate things and things that seem small to us, they're not small to them. Like just simply saying, Oh, thanks so much for throwing in that load of laundry or, Oh, I just love that you made dinner tonight. Thank you so much. It puffs them up. And I mean, it's, it's those little things. Those are the things that matter. So I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. You know, as I'm looking at the category of family, I honestly feel sort of blank right now about what I want to focus on for family or any goals that they have for our family over the next few months. Um, again, because the season starts to feel for me just like I'm surviving. Maybe that's maybe that is the focus for me is um, to take my mindset from, oh, we're just surviving the season to how can the girls and I be thriving during this time? And how can I know I've got this, like, I'm okay if I'm sort of kind of, and I say this delicately operating as a single mom during these next five months, I've got this Mm -hmm. instead of feeling like a victim to my circumstances. I'm going to have to give that some more thought and some more introspection. I mean, does that tie into rhythm? (sighs) You know, what's coming to my heart right now is that it ties into support. So mm-hmm. my husband might not physically be here, but remembering that he, that he supports us in other ways and also asking for and allowing other kinds of support. So making sure that I have our cleaner scheduled to come every couple of weeks, because if we don't have it scheduled, she and I will both get off track and it's like six weeks or eight weeks or longer. And I'm like, oh gosh, can you please come to the house? I really need your help. Yeah. Yeah. So, so being- sourcing some a little. 
Yeah. And just being more proactive and diligent about keeping it scheduled. I think it's great that you're forward thinking this instead of getting to January or February and going, oh my God, I'm drowning. (laughs) You already know, you already know what you need or some of the things that you're going to need so that you don't get to that point. And that's such a big deal. Just seeing it ahead of time and putting the things in place that allow you to do this with more ease. Yeah, that I think is something that, you know, I've never really done before, but again, I've never really felt like I've had to until just this year with the addition of our, with our fourth child and our family. Um, I, I just felt like I had this before and now I'm learning how I can feel confident again in this new realm of motherhood. And, you know, we've had a lot of new moms in Aligned Women this year. Like, yeah. there's been a baby explosion. Lots of babies. <laughs> so I know that for many of you listening, you are right in the same sort of stage that Danielle's at. And so I'm going to really encourage you to think, forward think what the next three to six months of your life is going to be like. Don't forget there's Christmas in there and Thanksgiving. Yep. I mean, those are big deals, planning for those holidays and think ahead of time, what are you going to need in order to make those holidays easier on you? What are you going to need to, if you're in practice and you've got a new baby, what are you going to need in order to continue to to gain traction in your practice or at the very least just maintain where you're at, but at the same time, be able to enjoy your family and organize yourself for the holidays and all those things. Start thinking about those things now And begin to get some things in place, whether it's, you know, pre-ordering some meals, whether it's having a house cleaner come in, whether it's starting to get a Christmas list together and delegate some of it to your husband, those kinds of things. I'm so glad that we're having this conversation today because it's, it's already so helpful for me to talk this out with someone. So I really hope that it's helpful for other people to hear it as well. Mm -hmm. Well, I hope you guys are writing along in your quarter cards just as we're talking through this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So last realm is community. I know for us, community at this time of year can feel um, a bit challenging, not necessarily in that we don't have community. It almost becomes like there's too much stuff going on. So for me, I want to be deliberate about what we put on our calendar. My husband has committed to a Halloween party here at our home. So that will be happening in this last quarter. We also always have a a Christmas party that is adult only that happens the first or second Saturday of December of every year. So those two things are like, those are goals. I, 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 excuse me. (laughs) Those are goals, I guess, right? Like I can check them off the list. We did this, but I really want to do them this year with a sense of calm and peace around them instead of um, frantically gathering up you know, the food and the supplies and whatever else we need at the last minute. That's cool. Yes, How about you? Exactly. What do you? What do you think you'll focus on for the, for community? So I was just actually writing down as you were talking about that, you sort of sparked something in my head. Collaboration is the word that comes to me for the focus. Um, where I live, I'm in a very, very rural area. My, the closest town is about 1100 people. And then the next closest town would be probably 20 minutes away. So, 
Um, I kind of feel like I'm on my own out here, even though I'm not. So I want to meet three other practitioners over the next quarter before the end of the year. They don't have to be chiropractors. They can be anything. There are midwives that are sort of in, in another town over, although we're not technically in their catch area, I think they must service some of the people in this area. So somebody like midwives, um, there's a woman, she's actually a medical doctor, but she's really into functional health in the next town over. So I'm going to set up a date to meet her and just get a sense of she, she, I'm told she wants to open some kind of integrative health facility. So I want to find out about that and just figure out how, how we can collaborate somehow, or at the very least, just get their cards, find out more about what they do and be able to refer people to them. So that's what I would say for community. So my focus for community is on my practice community, not Mm -hmm. on my social community. Yep. Yes. And I love that your sense of community right now is around your practice, because to me, our practices are so much a part of our lives. And we sometimes feel like we have to separate life and business and make really clear boundaries. I think, I think the boundaries are very important, right? But it's okay to infuse some of yourself into your practice as well. Yeah, for sure. And I think because my practice is new, those kinds of things are really on my mind. That's mm-hmm. really what's, what's kind of dominating my mind. So yeah. Yeah. Everything else I don't want to say it's taking a backseat because it's not, but when I'm working on my quarter card, those are going to be the things that I'm really working on. So if for marriage, my focus is just going to be fun. I think Craig and I, we need to have, we just need to have more fun in our marriage right now. And I don't know what a goal is for that other than to just say like, just be silly together. I don't know. Like, you know what, what I'll do is I'll put one thing on and it's plan one fun. I'm writing as I'm talking. Plan one fun event for the two of us. I have no idea what that'll be, but that I, the fact that I've written it down, it will come to me. Picture then, you guys like skydiving or something really crazy. I will not be skydiving. <laughs> there is no way. <laughs> That is not fun. And skydiving in Ontario in the last quarter of the year would be bloody cold. So Uh, yeah, true. No, I'm going to take a pass on the skydiving, but you know, maybe indoor skydiving. Actually, that would be fun. We've talked about that. You can do it indoors now. Mm -hmm. We might just do that. There you go. And then for family, my focus is going to be really on deeply, deeply connecting. I've got one that's now in his second year of university. So we don't see each other very often. So it's really important that when we do see each other, there's that real deep connection. So it's making sure I'm not on my phone, not checking emails. When I'm with him, I want to be just with him doing the things that are important to him, which usually involves shopping. Um, And then I've got a daughter who's just started high school and that's a huge transition, which has been great so far, but I really want to make sure that I'm super, super focused on really seeing her and really hearing her so that when she's talking or when I'm looking at her, I can really see what's going on inside her and not miss something. That's really awesome. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, but those aren't actionable. Okay, so my actionable steps for that is um, making sure when my kids are around that I put down everything. Book, 
my laptop, my phone. I want them to know. And actually, I heard this in an interview with Brian Tracy recently, which if you know Brian Tracy, he's the most amazing, amazing man, I think, on the face of the earth. He's so great. He's in his 70s. He's probably one of the most successful sales teachers in the history of sales teachers. He's written, I don't know how many books. He talks about focus a lot, but he's just the nicest, nicest guy. He's a great dad, a great grandfather. He was talking about how always, it's always been a rule in their house that no matter what he's doing, when the kids are there, he puts the stuff down and they have always known that they are number one in those moments. So I need to work on that. And uh, mostly just having specific times where connecting to the internet is just not even an option. So making sure that we have, okay, here's what I'm going to say, a family game time every single week. Okay, so family game time and putting the devices (laughs) down. So that's it for me. Awesome. Well, as we were recording this episode, speaking of the quarter card, my husband has come home for lunch. And one of the things that has been on my quarter card was breakfast. As I mentioned earlier, breakfast um, five times a week became lunch five times a week. So now I get to wrap up this episode and go have lunch with him and honor Yay. the commitment that I made. <laughs> well, tell him we all said hi. <laughs> I will do that. All right, ladies. So I just want to remind you one last time before we wrap this episode up that if you would like to get your own copy of a quarter card that you can use again and again every quarter, then you can head over to alignedwomen.com forward slash quarter card all one word and subscribe to our email newsletter list. We'll give you free instant access to the quarter card. Well, I hope again that this episode was helpful for our listeners today. It's already obviously helpful for me and Shauna, I am excited to see how your quarter card comes together and what we create together over the next 90 days. Yeah. And ladies, listen, if you can think of one or two people who don't know what a quarter card is, I'm going to ask you to pause right now and share this episode with them. This has been game changing for so many people in Aligned Women. So let's get the quarter card into as many women's hands as we possibly can. So just share this episode out and let's see how many people we can get using a quarter card. Awesome. All right, everybody. We'll be sure to join us next week for a new episode and we will see you then. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you for joining us today on the Aligned Women podcast. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, we would love for you to head on over to iTunes and hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. You can join the community of amazing women doctors in our free private Facebook group, Mama Chiropractors, by going to alignedwomen.com slash mama chiropractors. And if you'd love to fast track your success in life and practice, subscribe to the waitlist for the Aligned Women team group coaching membership by going to alignedwomen.com forward slash join. Have an amazing day and we look forward to seeing you next time on the Aligned Women podcast. Bye.